Hello, everybody, and welcome back to my bookcast. This episode is going to be a variety of things. As you can tell from the title, we are going to be discussing books that fit every single one of Taylor's eras. There are 10 eras. Each era is an album, each era is a different part of Taylor's life. I recently went to the Taylor Swift movie. So I did not go to the actual eras tour, but I went to the movie. So I got to see most of the eras in real life. And I was just kind of thinking, like, some of these are just so relatable. Like, I wonder if I could find books that kind of match the vibes and the energy of each era. Like, for example, Speak Now is very much about relationships. So, like, there would be a book that was very focused on the relationships of someone. And it all kind of stemmed from there. So I decided to make an episode just as a way to recommend books, but also connect them to Taylor Swift because she's a pretty common uniter of readers. And hence, this wonderful idea bloomed in my head, and that is what I'm going to be talking about. The first era, Taylor Swift debut. When coming up with these connections between the book and the era, I had to really think about what each era stood for or like what the theme was so i think personally again this is all subjective but taylor swift debut i feel like it's a very coming of age type album and it's about finding your place in the world you know being a teenager having puppy love first loves and it's just about growing up so immediately while i do not condone this book well not that i don't condone it i just don't really like it that much but it's very very fitting for this era and it's actually really well known for incorporating taylor swift and that is the summer i turned pretty by jenny han obviously it's a tv show the tv show is something else i'm not even going to touch on that because it's just a whole different topic but the book itself you know i read a little bit of it and it just fell flat for me like the writing the characters the romance it just nothing was really meshing well for me but immediately when i thought about what debut was it was this book what's her name belly what's her like what is her actual name like i know her she goes by belly but i feel like her name's like isabella or something belly is obviously trying to find her place in the world she's torn between these two relationships in her life with conrad and with jeremiah and it's also just a great coming of age story she's a teenager she isn't sure what she's doing it's very relatable similar to debut in that sense and obviously debut it's not a very linear recounting it's very up and down it's an emotional roller coaster the same can also be said for the summer i turned pretty it's not oh, I'm in love with Conrad, boom, shaka, boom, boom, you know? She has to toy around with the idea of, oh, is it Jeremiah? Is it Conrad? And then that happens for three books, and then it gets a little boring. But nonetheless, it exists. And that's why I think this would be a good recommendation if you're a fan of themes of debut Taylor Swift. Then we have Fearless, which I feel like is a graduated version of debut. It's kind of the same, but it's more about celebration more about acceptance and embracing love and adolescence so i feel like honestly if you think about it fearless is the quintessential teenage album and when i thought about high school puppy romance my mind immediately went to heartstopper the comics by alice oseman because it's just it's about like puppy love it's about two teenagers falling in love in high school it's a comic it's very not juvenile but it has kind of that 
young, youthful aspect to it with the drawings and the relationship that blooms. Obviously, Heartstopper is one of my favorite books and Fearless. I mean, I haven't listened to all of Fearless, but Fearless is a pretty solid album. (laughs) And the themes of it, like Jump Then Fall and the song Fearless, like that is so, so Heartstopper. It just makes sense in my head. But yeah, Heartstopper follows Charlie and Nick and they fall in love in this British high school. It's very British. There's a Netflix show about it. Are we seeing a common theme here? It's just a wonderfully told story. It's very heartwarming, very... For some reason, it feels like nostalgic. Like, I haven't personally lived through this, but it just feels nostalgic in a way. Just happy-go-lucky. Then we have Speak Now, which, well, per the title, it's very much about speaking your mind. It's very much about speaking before it's too late, reaching out to people you wish you had said things to before, having no regrets, and being true to yourself and your thoughts. Okay, a lot of these just like came to mind immediately when I thought of the era, but One Day in December by Josie Silver is literally Speak Now, because it follows Lori, and she makes eye contact with this guy at a bus stop, very much instant love, but in a very I think a very well executed way like it's a moment of chemistry and she's wondering like oh my gosh who is this guy but she never says anything she just gets on the bus and she never sees him again and then five years later her best friend gets a new boyfriend and it is this man that she met but she can't say anything because it is her best friend's new boyfriend but it follows I think like several or like 10 years of wishing you'd said something before it was too late wishing you had reconnected earlier regretting not having said this it's a lot about speaking your thoughts if you think about back to december or maybe not better than revenge i don't think it's like better than revenge but like enchanted it's so much like enchanted like please don't be in love with someone else that is literally this book and also i was enchanted to meet you hello yes that moment of chemistry at the bus stop that is enchanted and then speak now the song obviously it's kind of like heartstopper heartstopper fits perfectly with the song Fearless, and One Day in December fits perfectly with the song Speak Now. And then Sparks Fly, again, that moment at the bus stop, Sparks were flying. Like, (laughs) I feel like I'm kind of making a stretch now, but it's not a stretch. I promise if you listen to the album and you read the book, it'll make sense. Or The Story of Us, Long Live, like everything, trust me guys, everything makes sense once you read it. It is also just a wonderful book. I haven't read it in a while, But when I did read it, I remember really liking it. It's very wintry, it's very heartwarming and very jubilant. Like once you finish the book, you feel very satisfied. And that's also kind of the same feeling with Speak Now. Like you go through this roller coaster of emotions and then it ends and you're like, okay. Then we have R.E.D. Red by Taylor Swift. There's a lot to unpack in this album, so I'm not going to dwell too much, but I feel like it's an album about getting over a relationship, thinking, reminiscing, reflecting on the qualms of that relationship, like what went wrong, what went right, and being okay with that, like being okay that you broke up and you lost this first love or love of your life and you're moving on and it's okay. This one took a little bit more thinking, but I'm gonna make the argument and say The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid. There's a lot to unpack in this book as well. 
Uh, I guess it's similar to red in that sense, but it's a lot about relationships, obviously seven husbands. It's a lot about figuring out what wasn't right in this relationship or just going through these multiple relationships and having to come to the idea that this isn't right. I have to embrace that and I have to move on and find someone who is more fit for me. It's about Evelyn's seven husbands, but there's also someone else in the story, but I'm not going to say who because it's a spoiler. And I think once you read that part, once you understand who that character is, the idea of red will make sense more. But yeah, like when you think about the song Red, again, we're talking, are we seeing a pattern? Fearless, speak now. The song Red, for some reason, I always correlate it with the first spark in a relationship. And in this case, Evelyn's seven relationships, because that's how they all began. It was like a spark and she thought she could marry them and have a beautiful relationship with them but as we see in all too well 10 minute version it doesn't always work out that way so i think this is a beautiful story it's very very popular has glowing reviews and i would love to see it on the big screen honestly i think they are making it into it and if so they should really use some of taylor swift's red album we have finally made it to the most iconic album 19 89 taylor swift the year she was born 1989 is like such a beautiful culmination of different things i feel like it's about reinvention and living life to the fullest being okay with who you are and just embracing everything about life the book that came to mind this is also by taylor jenkins reed that is daisy jones and the six and daisy jones and the six i think there are very specific aspects that align with 1989 because like if you've read the story some plot lines don't really make sense with 1989 but the atmosphere and the energy of 1989 is so reminiscent of daisy the character and like daisy's backstory in the book so in the 60s and 70s daisy is a famous singer she's living that rock and roll life isn't it so like welcome to new york style wonderland oh my god it's so new romantics it is literally so new romantics i don't know what else to say besides that i feel like that's pretty convincing but daisy jones and the six follows daisy and she becomes a member of this band called the six and together they become one of the biggest bands of the world and the band leader is called billy dunn and there's obviously a lot of turmoil within the group not solely between Billy and Daisy, but between other characters, Billy's wife. It's just this whole thing. It's overall a beautifully crafted novel. It's not told in the traditional sense that a novel is written. It's in like interview format, which can be kind of intimidating, I guess, for some people like myself. I was not very much into the idea of that. But once you read it and once you get into the novel, the format of the interview just makes the book go by so much faster it's so easy to read you just like inhale it almost overall a really quick enthralling read and despite reading it very quick i still think about it a lot which i feel speaks to how good the writing and the plot is right after 1989 you know what time it is it is reputation time it's about coming back from the ashes it's like the phoenix rising out of the ashes it's about finding love amongst this darkness that someone finds himself in i think of satan falling from heaven and then like reinventing himself for some reason i don't know that's the image that comes to mind but the book that i think connects with this is shatter me by tahara mafi i gave this series a whole review but this book was really something 
I think rather than just relating Shatter Me to Reputation, I think it's more so the whole series. It follows Juliet, I already talked about this. She has powers, but she's living in this dystopian world that is gray and has no animals or flowers, yada yada. But amidst all of that, she finds love and she finds relationships and can be happy despite all of that. And that obviously takes course over the whole series. The song Ready For It is very encapsulating of what goes on in the latter half of the book. And so does Endgame. Like, Imagine Me is Endgame. And that Look What You Made Me Do, that is Juliet's anthem. And then King of My Heart, Dancing With Our Hands Tied, This Is Why We Can't Have Nice Things, that all kind of relates back to Warner and Adam, I suppose. <laughs> so I think Reputation is just a very good musical representation of the phases that Juliet herself goes through over the course of these six-ish books. Lover. You know, I feel like this would be the easiest album to connect with a book, but surprisingly it wasn't. It was not very easy at all actually. Lover obviously per the name is about love, it's about relationships, but it's also about working in relationships, like not giving up, putting in effort, being blissful though, like enjoying the relationship, realizing you're finally happy, and realizing how you deserve to be treated and you know stuff like that. And I'm gonna give it my best bet. I'm just gonna say Anna and the French Kiss. It's a classic romance novel. I'm not gonna dwell too much on it. And I think it does really align with the ideas of, you know, working really hard in the relationship that Lover emphasizes. It's more so just the blissful aspect, like falling in love and depicting the feelings and the emotions one goes through when, you know, falling in love for the first time or just really finding the person that you wanna be with. So this one was, I wouldn't say like, an easy way out but i feel like it's solid like you cannot go wrong with a romance novel for lover then we have my favorite album folklore it obviously has the folklore love triangle with the songs august betty and cardigan but it's also about unresolved issues it's about love like invisible string it's about nostalgia reminiscing old wounds, cases not necessarily closed. It's a very vague and cryptic album, which I love. I, I just love analyzing that album. But the book that I think of when thinking about folklore is Little Fires Everywhere by Celeste Ng. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. I remember reading this book and the song that came into mind was Scott Street by Phoebe Bridgers, which is not Taylor Swift, obviously. But Scott Street, the song, is very similar to folklore. I think, okay, less about the plot and the characters in Little Fires Everywhere and just the writing and the atmosphere. It is so nostalgic. It is so like sleepy town, soft, whimsical music, just like folklore. It's like, this is me trying, mirror ball, my tears ricochet, all that good jazz in a book. It's really the energy and the ambiance that this book and this album both radiate. Okay, this one is kind of wishy-washy. I'm not even going to spend that much time on it because I didn't even know what to do for this. But Evermore, the sister album of Folklore. Evermore is also kind of about unresolved issues, but also like endings. There's a song in Evermore called closure and it's it's about overcoming the issues and putting an end to it and i decided to connect this to normal people by sally rooney you know reading normal people was really 
a fever dream experience. I cannot tell you a single thing that happened in that book, except for the fact that Connell and Marianne, their relationship was very complicated. I I feel like I remember there being a part of the book where the relationship just ended. Obviously, throughout the book, it's very hot and cold. It's like they meet, they fall in love, they break up, they meet again, there's some unresolved issues, and then they put an end to it. I could be wrong, though, but I feel like that's the point of the book, right? Is that like all good things must come to an end. It's just how life is. If you think about the songs in Evermore, like Willow, life was a willow and it bent right to your will. That's really reminiscent of the book Champagne Problems. Tolerate it. Tolerate it is a good one. Per the name, it's about being tolerating of the bad in a relationship. And then Closure, Right Where You Left Me, those two really, you know, put the final nail in the coffin. It's just like endings the story has ended thank you for reading (laughs) then lastly i think it is the 10th studio album of taylor and that is midnight's midnight's i don't even know like what the theme is here it's so not like arbitrary but it's a very random collection of songs you're on your own kid mixed with vigilante mixed with bejeweled like it's just a crazy combination and i was also struggling with finding a book that matched up to that but you know i think the best i can come up with is the poppy war by rf kwong i think really the only song that can directly relate to poppy war is karma and vigilante both of those are very very empowering and dominating songs and that is kind of what rin the main character in the poppy war emanates the poppy war the book is also a lot it is about war it is about vengeance spirit autonomy agency injustice a lot of themes relating back to the main conflict of the book which is the war that is occurring so yeah obviously there are some songs on midnights that do not relate with that like lavender haze like i don't know how i could connect lavender haze but i really think that those two songs speak for the book pretty well and as you guys know the poppy war is probably one of if not my favorite fantasy series highly highly recommend yeah honestly i think rin would listen to vigilante in her life i feel like she would do that so i think that's justification in and of itself all right after that very miscellaneous compilement of different taylor eras and different books i feel like i'm pretty content with the pairings that i made i started off really strong with fearless speak now red 1989 and then like folklore and evermore and midnights were more wishy-washy but that's just how taylor is you know i feel like she would have wanted that she would not have wanted it to be very straightforward and to the point the idea is that it is nebulous and you can play around with the different themes and come up with your own interpretations which i think i did pretty good so maybe mission accomplished however i am currently 22 maybe even more than that maybe honestly 27 books at this point behind my reading goal on goodreads so all the books that i'm saying right now are books that i have read before the summer because once school started there was no reading occurring okay oh i'm 30 books behind even better guys even better i'm 30 books behind so yeah i don't think i'm gonna make it to 100 books this year (laughs) definitely not unless i read 30 comics which is very plausible but i think we're gonna settle at a healthy 60 you know the lowest I've ever done, but 60 is still a good amount. And then maybe if Taylor Swift releases a new album, I will have more books that I have read to connect to it. We will see. We'll see what the future holds. 
Anyway, thank you so much for listening, and I will see you next time. Love your favorite bookworm.